Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. All right, hello everyone. This is Jen from This Podcast is Haunted, coming to you from our studio, but without Kate in our continuing series. Uh, Today, I am joined by... uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, Rosemary Lelyveld uh, of Sage Moon Wellness and Michigan Paranormal Alliance. And we also have Liz Thor of My Crime Time. And Michigan Paranormal and Alliance. And Michigan Paranormal Alliance. I'm a twofer. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually part of the reason why I asked you both to be here. It's because I knew you knew each other. And I also knew that you all had a lot of good stories. And so I thought it would be fun to have you back. So, and also, I don't know if this is going to affect the audio quality at all, but we are all wearing masks because COVID times. Uh, so that's just a good reminder for everyone out there, wear your mask, be healthy, and be safe. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. Okay. Thanks <laughs> for having us. Uh, so how have you all been? <laughs> I have been doing very well. I've been busy with work and uh, enjoying my time with my family and friends, so I'm blessed through it all. Yeah, yeah. I just, I want to keep, like, the vibe of Kate going. So, what, like, I don't, <laughs> penises, dicks, I'm not quite certain how this goes. Um, That's true. Yeah, we have been missing a bit of that. Although, if you uh, listen to uh, two episodes, we had Dr. Jillian Kenny on again. And she told us a lot about uh, love potions. Oh. And so, um, there, and Romans walking around with dicks just everywhere. So, there's been, we have been keeping up the dick talk a little bit. But I dicks on dicks you. on dicks on dicks on dicks. Exactly. I All appreciate right. you bringing that energy into what, the studio. Yeah, and it's weird because <laughs> I am not a dick fan in any sense. So, yeah, that's right. It's awkward to say it's National Coming Out Day. So, mm-hmm, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I'll tell my mom to listen to this. I'm gay. <laughs> this is going to be awkward. Oh. I'm <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, happy coming out day to you and to everyone yeah. out there. Uh, Absolutely. There you go. Um, let me get this out of the way. Jenna's um, immediately regretting having me here. She's like, oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> no, see, I needed this energy. I was missing this. Kind of like, oh, oh okay, we're going there. Because if you listen to my crime time, Katie has to reel me in a lot, so <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Well, actually, uh, a lot of the reason why I wanted you here is because uh, in... You know, I, I know you mostly through Kate, uh, mm-hmm. so we, we haven't spent, like, a ton of time together, but the few times we have hung out, I feel like it always does turn to ghost talks, and I know you both uh, work together with the Michigan Paranormal Alliance, and you have some spooky tales, and I figured since it is spooky season, I'd love to hear some of your stories. Spooktober. Oh, we have some, don't we? Mm-hmm. We have a few. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. How do you want to, is there any, are there any investigations that stick out in your mind that you would love to talk about? Or? I mean, boy, it's, we just had so few. We've only stayed at most of the haunted places in America. I mean, mm-hmm. you've only had to do a blessing over me because I'm a bit of an instigator, which we do <laughs> not recommend for the record. Don't be an instigator. Absolutely. An instigator no as in like, don't invite anything back or... Like provoking. Because mm. yeah. ghosts are not show ponies, as Rosemary has always told me. They will do what they want to when they want to. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very impatient person. So... That's true. I maybe brought on some bad things to myself, so... <laughs> Uh, I think that we should start a little bit about the story and McFadden's. McFadden's, um, which is no longer. That's true. 
sad. Is that gone? Yeah, it's gone. It's a it's a, like a tiki bar now in oh. downtown Grand Rapids. Oh yeah. my god! Okay. So, uh, I think our story at McFadden's actually started when I was there during Art Prize. Okay. At one time with my family, and we stopped there to grab a bite to eat, and I went to the restroom. And that's where I had an encounter. Okay, tell um, me everything about that. <laughs> so ghosts, I don't know why. Sometimes they follow me to the bathroom. I don't mm-hmm. know if they think that I'm an easy target. Mm. Or they're like, oh, you know, this bitch couldn't hear us. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I had my encounter and went back to the table. And our waitress came. And I'm, just, you know, casually asked her, is this place haunted? <laughs> And then before long, we had the entire white crew and the manager <sighs> at our table sharing stories. So our group was invited to oh. uh, have investigating time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounded stupid, investigating time. Investigating <laughs> we were invited to have uh, an investigation sure. there. Uh, so we did, mm-hmm. and uh, we got the After Dark tour. And uh, it's a beautiful building, and it's connected to a couple others, the Ritz Coney, and I think that's not there anymore either. No, that's gone too, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at one time it used to be a hotel, and gotcha. uh, back in the eighteen hundreds, people would get off the train, and they'd get off and they'd go right to, you know, mm-hmm. the Tiki like, Bar, which right. used to be a hotel. So there was the pharmacy too, where they would yeah. get their meals. I have, and I have, I have to yeah. start that again because. You're cracking your knuckles during it. I don't want to. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, can you just describe the history of that? Oh, so they, it used to be a, a prominent hotel, and mm-hmm. Grand Rapids actually used to have a big spiritual movement back in the 1800s Really? As okay. Well. But people would get off the train, and they would come right across to the hotel, mm. um, which is now a tiki bar. Um uh, yeah, and so there's a lot of traffic in and out. And then I believe it was also a furniture store. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that there was a brothel. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the building goes up. I think McFadden's Tiki Bar, whatever it is, goes up three floors. Yeah, um, three or four, yeah. Three or four. And uh, anyway, a lot of the problems that they had was in what they called the Pearl Room. Okay. And that would have been, it was just a very big room. They had receptions. Um, and the story was there was a little girl oh. that people would see uh, in the mirror. And oh, my God. they would hear things. People were afraid to go up there yeah. in that room on their own. So we went, and um, there's also a story. And historically, I think you found it, right? Yeah, oh. so playing into my true crime that I also am a huge fan of, mm-hmm. um, this building, when it was a hotel, is actually also the home of Grand Rapids' longest unsolved homicide. Really? Um, where in 1938, there was 19-year-old Mina Decker who worked at the hotel, and she was bludgeoned to death there in the building in the daytime, and there were apparently no witnesses or anything, so it's still unsolved. But, sorry, continue. No, that that's my... fine. And so, yeah. um, so historically, we were able to find out some information about some of the happenings there. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, ad- in addition to Mina, there was also um, a prostitute mm-hmm. that was murdered. And I can't remember if she was hanged. She hanged herself she from hanged one herself. of the beams. Oh, that's that right. Room, yeah. That's right. Uh, so anyway, so we went in with these things in mind, and we mm-hmm. had EMF meters, we had our audio and... Um, you know, audio, digital recorders. 
um, our videos. Uh, what else? I, I did the intelligent flashlight communication. The intelligent flashlight communication. I even played catch oh. with a spirit there, which was crazy. It, with the in the flashlight, is that when you like unscrew the yeah. bulb? Okay, so yeah. and we were doing one light for yes, two lights for no, mm-hmm. and it was actually probably the best conversation in that aspect I've had. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and we also would use multiple flashlights for yes, no, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a lot of intelligent communication there um, and experience there. We've seen a full body apparition of a woman wearing, you know, wearing a white long gown or dress. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. We've had noises uh, unexplained mm-hmm. and we've seen like glasses Glasses move. Was this all at the same place? All yeah. at the same oh place. God. This is my favorite place to go to. Yeah. Um, one time I remember I went, uh, just a friend and I, because we we had gotten to know the manager this, mm-hmm. by this point, and he kind of let us come and go as we please, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had brought like a little toy ball, and we did a, like a level on the floor to make sure it was even. Right. And I threw the ball and it would just sit and I'd be like, right, if you're there, throw it back. And the ball would roll back to me at that mm. point. Um, a couple of the waitresses came upstairs and were sitting at the bar and they were freaking out. And I was like, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would be somewhere in the middle of that. Of like, <laughs> This is cool, but also, oh my God. <laughs> Um, there was one night where, uh, cause they had some furniture up there where David, a member of our group and I, we had an, um, EMF reader and, um, I had put it near the chair mm-hmm. and it started to light up into the red, if one will. Um, and I was like, what? That's crazy. And, uh, David's like, well, if someone's there, ask them to move. So I was like, okay, if you're actually here, go ahead and get out of the chair. Mm-hmm. I waited, put the meter back down, nothing lit up. And mm-hmm. I was like, weird. Cause I, I had assumed I we always try and explain with science before you know the unknown um so I thought maybe it was just something in the chair and then I waited and I said okay if that was you go ahead and have a seat again waited and this is the closer I got the more the meter went off and we ended up moving it to the point where we outlined the shape of a person and uh David and I were very excited about that (laughs) It's like going over someone with, like at the airport with the yeah exactly. <laughs> and then I think the most interesting part of our experience at McFadden's, at least for me, is one night, out of the blue, I sent a message to Liz when I was at home, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I sent it, but I just did, and I told her, I don't know what you're doing or who you're talking to, but it's not, it's mm-hmm. not what you think it is. She has a better memory than I. Yeah, I, so this was the night when I was with my friend and had been playing catch. Um, at this point, I had started flashlight communication because it was so good there. Mm-hmm. Um, and my phone had gone off, and it was Rosemary. And she said, I don't know who you think you're speaking with, but they're not who they say they are. Be careful. Mm. Um, and I had not told Rosemary I was going there. She had no clue. I told my friend about this text message. My friend's like, we need to leave. Let's get the fuck out. And I yeah. was like, no, what? This is great. I was like, Rosemary didn't say it was bad. Um, but well, who did you think that. you were talking to? And did, did that, like, kind of change how you're thinking about it? Or So I wasn't certain, because we also had a history with a gentleman in a top hat there, yes. if you remember him. Okay. Um, so I assumed either him or my goal was to make contact with Mina Decker. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever successful Um, But it was always an attempt, and uh, because of the history of where it was at with the train tracks, there was a pharmacy across the street where when people get off the train before they went to the hotel, 
uh, they would buy veils of morphine back when, you know, there wasn't, like, the FDA and stuff uh, Well, when that was, like, medicine. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, I mean, medicine that, like, anyone can get for any reason. Yeah. All morphine is. <laughs> but people know. people would die at the hotel because they would overdose on sure. stuff. Um, so there were a lot of unhappy spirits there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you were just, there was a trickster, somebody pretending to be somebody that they weren't. Mm, yeah. And mm-hmm. not that they were evil, wicked, trying to harm, but they definitely were, you know, lying, essentially. So yeah. just because somebody dies doesn't mean they're all of a sudden enlightened and loving you know, if somebody's an asshole yeah. and they're alive and they die, it doesn't mean, oh, I'm good now. Sometimes there's <laughs> ghosts that are assholes. I yeah, would be yeah. an asshole ghost. I, I could see that. Yeah. I would probably be too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that, I mean, so McFadden's is very interesting. And then next mm-hmm. door is the Ritz-Coney. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what used to be the Ritz-Coney. And down in the basement, uh, the flooring of the basement is actually the original cobblestone street. That oh. was in Grand Rapids because yeah. everything's been built up. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of creepers in the basement there. At least there were when we were there. And yeah. especially the guy with the top hat um, <clears throat> because it's all connected. And he was definitely not a nice character. And mm-hmm. we've seen him influence people that normally would be mild and content mm. and happy and peaceful. And we've seen him influence them to become angry and oh, so like agitated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just find that interesting, and it's just a little bit of history about our town. So mm-hmm. the residual I, energy was yeah, always and, fascinating. Yeah, and the residual energy is uh, actually, you know, because like Liz said, there's so many people that would get off the train, um, go to the hotel, the brothel, people would die, mm-hmm. and the residual energy is just kind of like a time loop, an imprint, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if I sit on the bed and I get up, you can see where I sat down. It's like a wrinkle. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's, there's I liked it because it was an intelligent haunting, the residual, um, some poltergeist activity. So it was kind of like everything in one location, which was very cool. That Yeah, you, that sounds like the most active investigation I've ever heard of. I mean, obviously, I've never been on one, but, like, my God. That's a, a top three spot for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have been all I over think the country. so, because we've been touched. Mm-hmm. We've heard voices, whispers in our ears, and multiple people have documented, you know, the apparitions. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is our group, Michigan Paranormal Alliance, we were, like, the first group to get in there and do official investigation. That's always a privilege, so... We were thankful for that opportunity. And it's a beautiful historic building. I mean, uh, you see one aspect of it when you go in there to eat, but we got to go up, you know, through Mm -hmm. the um, history and the architecture with the wooden stair rail, the banisters, uh, crown molding. It just tells a story, and that makes, like, for a spooky atmosphere as well. So Mm -hmm. I think that was one of our, you know, like lists those top three, especially mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I need to do more research on that building. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You should. It's very interesting. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Uh, Liz and I have been to uh, homes where people have complained about getting scratched, pushed, shoved, mm-hmm. um, hearing voices. Uh, there's one investigation that comes to mind uh, that we went to and we feel like the people were being oppressed by the energies that were there and people were fighting, you know, because again, that's like mm-hmm. 
a ghost can influence our thoughts or and especially if you're vulnerable you have something going on so we've you know we've witnessed that we've mm-hmm. seen things um, thrown Liz had the ball you know I've had things thrown at me mm. um, I've been touched when Trans Allegheny I can't remember what state that's in though so that's in I believe West Virginia oh if okay. I remember correctly yeah mm. yeah and yeah, it, it was an old asylum. And we had the privilege to go there, and that was very cool. Talk about architecture. Uh, But while we were there, we saw an apparition of a head, Mm -hmm. just a head, walking down the hallway. And it was Liz, myself, and David, and we're all sitting there watching this head. It was so neat, though. It was very cool. Uh, That's that's cool. And then uh, I was touched. There's a guy... Um, who was friendly with the ladies, let's just mm-hmm. say. And he gave me a little tweet going, oh, don't touch me. So Yeah, I mean, a creep is a creep, even if he's Absolutely. Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. So that's one thing I want to you know, remind everybody. When you're investigating, mm-hmm. um, like Liz said, please don't provoke. Because a ghost is a human soul, so they deserve respect. And provoking can lead to some creepy things and not make you feel well Mm -hmm. and we might have to do an emergency blessing or exorcism Mm -hmm. um but respect is so important and we need we need to remember that and then also we don't want people to go somewhere and then they open a can of worms you don't know what you're going to bring home with Mm -hmm. you if you're not prepared you know we see novice people and i mean that's how we all start honestly from our own experiences sure but you see younger kids that get together and um they open up a can of worms and then we've had to go in and close those cans so mm-hmm. i mean even myself being a part of the team uh, you've had to do a blessing over me um i have brought things home before um that have made themselves known with a lot of door slamming very angry mm-hmm. um where i've had to bless my own house because of my own stupidity if one will uh <laughs> Well, and the fact that you're sensitive too, so you're just going to encounter those kind of things mm-hmm. to boot. So it's just important for everybody to remember that little that little piece. Mm-hmm. If it's not like TV, it's not like Liz said, they're not a one trick pony or a show horse. Yeah. Sometimes you're just sitting in the dark, and nothing happens. So it's not as glamorous as what the shows would lead you to believe. Mm-hmm. But it's spooky. Yeah. I mean, I've run out of a house or two myself. Mm -hmm. There was a house in Grand Rapids, and I could say the street name, Diamond, because it's a big street. Yeah, yeah, familiar. It's a very Um, long street, a lot of houses. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, there was a home there where we went and we did an investigation. Mm -hmm. The people that were there had moved in. They were renting. So they had gone in. They started painting. They left open cans of paint dinner on the stove they booked out of that home uh they were that frightened so we went in um i would have to say that was probably one of the most negative experiences that i've witnessed mm-hmm. um and the house was used there were illegal dog fighting oh my god um yeah and so oh. i heard dogs barking and and uh everybody was like no, and then when we listen back on our recorders, you could hear dogs barking. Oh, wow. so that was a, mm-hmm. an example of residual. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the, it was a very negative place. So there was drugs, dog fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually witnessed Jesus, like you know, crucifix. I saw Jesus get ripped 
off the cross and throw it across the room. Whoa! And we've heard growling. So that was one occasion. I'm like, okay, I'm done here. Did you hear what? Did they like move out or did they, they did not return? Yeah, they would not return, and we, you know, I think the next day or two, we went back and uh, did a blessing. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, the house is now occupied, but mm-hmm. um, it's been a while since I've checked in. Uh, but those people would not return. They were scratched. Mm-hmm. Things were thrown, um, and it the feeling of being watched. Uh, and we caught some incredible EVPs there. Um, one sounds like a child, and it says, can they see us? Oh, my God. So that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, and it's interesting. So when we heard that, we went outside. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we listened back. We were outside, and we left everything inside. And you could hear us, like, kind of speaking outside, talking. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of people went out to smoke and get some air. And... Uh, somebody in the house can you can they see us yeah so that was pretty cool um and liz uh she's spent the night at my house and i don't think that she'll come back (laughs) no uh not alone your house is terrifying really the nicest way i can say that what's going on there uh so i asked liz to come in house and dog Mm -hmm. sit for me and she obliged but I don't think she, now she regrets it. <laughs> well, there was like um, my my car alarm went off, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's weird. There's no one around," uh-huh. and the dogs were barking at the door. So I was like, "Oh," so I went to go like out to my car, and I was like, oh, "I'll just turn it off. I must have hit the button." And it sounded like a radio frequency. Like, no, this is out just in fields, and I just heard like a, but there were voices that I couldn't oh. that were like inaudible. I was like, and I was like, oh. Okay, like, wow. so I just, thankfully I was parked very close to your door. Uh, turned off my car alarm, went back inside, um, and just heard voices all night. And there was movement, and I stayed in the living room with all of the lights on and the TV up relatively loud to drown anything out. Uh, and I had texted you a few times that night. I was like, hey, I know you're on vacation. I'm sorry to bother you. Um, is it normal for a man to just be talking to me? Like, I don't like this. <laughs> Now, have you experienced that too, or yes? Okay, you just so, kind of deal with it. Yeah, and so it, and that was, um, we were, I don't know, a few years in. I think we've gotten used to it now. And the guy that is there, he's learned to mind his manners. Mm-hmm. But I do have a resident ghost, and mm-hmm. I can hear him talking. Um, sometimes he'll wait till everybody's gone to school or work, mm-hmm. and then he'll come upstairs and start talking. I've heard him tell the dogs to shut up. Uh, he likes to take our belongings and hide them. And then sometimes a pile of those things will just appear on the bed after we've been looking. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, both of the well, our older kids, they've seen the same figure in the house. And it looks like a dude in a trench coat with a hat. And they both described it, at diff- you know, same thing, but at different times. Mm-hmm. And then my youngest, he's had... When he was there, you know, this guy would come up behind him and go, ha! Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. My, yeah. All the hair went up just a <laughs> Yes. Oh, so, that's so terrifying. Um, but so now for the most part, he's pretty mild. Um, I do notice that if there's any kind of drama that I'm encountering or things are a little crazy, then mm-hmm. he tends to act up. But sometimes I wonder if he's maybe the culprit mm. behind some of that. But we've learned to coexist. 
Yeah. Um, but he, you know, now he'll tell the dogs to shut up if they're barking. So I'm okay with that. Uh, so I don't know. It might be okay for you to come spend the night soon. And see what you think. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we we'll see. So we had um, one of the news reporters. They came and they did a story about our group. And mm-hmm. um, I can't remember if it, it might have been Fox. I don't remember this lady. So we were downstairs. Uh, it's by level. We were downstairs in the living room with the news reporter and the camera guy and we're just kind of sitting in a group and we had set up a flashlight and we actually we didn't do the screw we just set it up Mm -hmm. and anyway the flashlight clicked on and the reporter was ready to leave and she was convinced that we did that and then she went in there and looked and she's like Okay, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go now. Yeah, so it's an active place. And keep in mind, just because you have a new house doesn't mean that your house is not going to be haunted. Sure. Because property has been here, you know, it's a little busier. So yeah. we don't know. There's all kinds of things mm-hmm. that are left behind. So sometimes people are like, I don't know why my house is haunted. It's brand new. I'm like, well, dude, you know. The land isn't brand new. The land isn't brand new. So <laughs> I just built this plan. Also, yes. it could be one of those and 2007 ghosts. Yeah. I mean, it's Britney, bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then Liz has had a couple of things happen in her home. And we've had to go in and smudge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, you know, Liz talks about, well, I provoke, but uh, but I also believe that Liz is highly intuitive. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that she does essentially the same thing I do. But maybe she's just not as loud and proud about it as I am. I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm an asshole uh, because <laughs> I am so impatient. Um but I will, I think a fun one to talk about, one of our favorite places was a cemetery I discovered by accident oh, one yes. night. Um, it was a cemetery that actually uh, kind of retired me from ghost hunting for mm. about half a year because it was too intense for me. Oh, okay. That's, that um, sounds fine. But it was a bit north. Uh, I was with a few friends, um, and we were going to a, a cottage on a lake, and which sounds like the beginning of every horror movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, or, uh, or the classic romance uh, movie, The Lake House. Right. <laughs> but uh, so we were driving, and um, we were like, oh, hey, cemetery. And it, it was after dark. I don't want to say it was like, oh, it was 2 a.m., because it probably wasn't. It was sure. probably like 10. We probably just got out of work. Um, and I was like, let's stop. And so we did, and there were four of us, and we're walking around the cemetery, kind of out in the middle of absolute nowhere. I think the town population is like seven. Um, <laughs> and we were turning a corner. Now, I I don't believe things unless I see it myself. So you can tell me a million things, and I'm like, okay, Jan. Um, <laughs> but I want to say at first it was uh, one of my guy friends, and he was like, whoa, do you guys see that like black figure up there? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Okay. And then um, so another friend was like, no, I, I see what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't. So you guys are full of it. Mm-hmm. And then the third friend was like, no, Liz, it's right there. Um, and by this time, I did look up and I did see it. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is that? Now, one of the people I was with was a, a former member. And Rosemary had taught us at that point, because we were still new to things, to only ask yes or no questions. And that was something we had really... Like, stood by, because we didn't want to invite anything by wording things incorrectly. So, I, and this was a partner of mine at the time, so I turned to her and I said, ask it, you know, talk to it, ask it a question. And she's like, no. And I was like, just do it. Like, I'm not going to. That's terrifying. Because um, <laughs> I am a giant wuss. Uh, and then she asked, is there anything we can do for you? Oh. And I was like, what? And she's like, I don't know why I just said that. I don't know why. 
And I'm going to make this noise, Jen. Okay. And for your listeners, they can laugh. I understand. It sounds stupid when I do it. But after she asked that, the noise we heard back was... And I had to put my head into my friend's back. I was so terrified. I took off running and jumped in the car. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, do not know what that was. I do not like it. I don't like that sound at all. I don't oh, think it's, it's terrifying. Funny. Oh, my God. Well, I, it's just funny that I make it, I guess. Well, I yeah. don't know. But you've been making that sound. <laughs> but it's like. do it again. It's like, um, a, like really, like, gibberish, like, quick talking, like, scary. Like, yeah, it was like a, like a deep scratch. That. And, um. This mass, it looked like, it wasn't like a, a human form figure. It looked like a black floating cloud, kind of. And it was mm. moving between a headstone and a tree. Mm. Um, but it, I mean, you could, you could tell it wasn't an animal, just from what you could see. Um, so we left pretty much immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think I am so good with the spirit world. I think I'm done for a while. <laughs> um, it took a few months and I went back uh, in the day to that cemetery because I was like, all right, tell me more about what we have going on here. Mm-hmm. Now, this is kind of towards Amish country, if one will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cemetery, I would say the average age of death was around 40. Mm-hmm. So it was like a young cemetery, if one yeah. will. And um, the people across the street from the cemetery have a tree that is loaded full of wind chimes. And there's an old wives' tale that you put wind chimes in your tree so you can hear the spirits moving through. Now, mm. I've always wanted to talk to these people, but uh, I have They're not. like, I'm not fucking around. <laughs> um, so then I brought it up to Rosemary and the rest of our group, and we went back, and uh, several of the members did see the shadow figure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Very clearly. And one of our members, that was the first time that he ever saw a shadow anything? figure. What a first and that would be my partner, Edwin, because he, he's like a skeptic. Yeah. Like, even though he's married to me, he's still, you know, it's all about science. Sure. And he was like, Liz, until I see it. And that was the place where he saw his first shadow person. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've all seen them there. We've gotten crazy EMF uh, readings there. There's been times where we've been there and we're like, oh, my God, we need to leave. Something is saying mm-hmm. don't don't come. Um, and there, there's a legend about, um, speaking of Amish country, that uh, there's like a witch buried in there and that mm. she like she's the one who pushes everybody out. I don't know how true that is. Huh, yeah. Um but in the woods that are they kind of I don't know, they kind of surround the cemetery, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, through like on both sides and in the back. We have seen lights in the woods that are non you can't explain where they're right. coming from. It's not from cars. It's not from houses. It's not fireflies. Uh-huh. You just see the lights. We go to look. There's nothing there. And we've gone in the winter, so we know it's not bugs. or yeah. Right? But we've had uh, where we've left the EMF meter um, on a grave, and we've done the yes and no, and mm-hmm. we've seen the meter go, you know, on mm-hmm. when we ask questions. So it's very haunted. Hmm. Um, we've been there, you know, a few times where it's all very quiet. Uh, but I would have to say at least 97% of the time when you go there, and that's where we wanted to take you. Well, I mean, I'm still game if you don't want to go. Um, <laughs> but there's always encounters there, mm-hmm. always. Okay. So. Yeah, I yeah. for myself, I've had, like, maybe two baby encounters. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've, I'm kind of, like, 
crossing over that from that like skeptic standpoint where like I, I do tend to really believe what people tell me mm-hmm. um, but until I really like encounter it for myself it's hard for me to like fully understand like what's going on but uh, absolutely yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. where's the show me state is that Missouri or oh, I don't know yeah. but yeah, it's like this. she should be from the show me state <laughs> show me, show me. Um, <laughs> yeah I also really like because uh, one of the things we discovered um where we parked, um, there's always like a light that's kind of around the cars. Um, and I'd seen it a few times just when I had gone on my own and I was like, oh, okay. And we went with our, our team and uh, David at one point was like, does anyone else see Tinkerbell around my car? And um, the grave that you park next to where that's at, it's actually that of a four-year-old boy. So I think that he might be fascinated uh, by the vehicle. And I've seen little Hot Wheels cars all over his grave before and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and there's also uh, when Edwin tripped, and it turns out that the chambers are not buried six feet under because they were sticking out of the ground. What? Wait, what? 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 <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, the vaults, right? Vault. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, okay. Yeah. They're supposed to put the vault six feet down, right? Sure. You put the vault in, yeah. and then you put the casket in the vault. The lid goes on and yeah. it's buried. Yeah. They, they weren't? No. They're, I mean, there's some where, like, the grave marker is a big old slab, but it wasn't. Like, yeah, this was a bolt that should have been in the grave. Yeah. Oh, um, man. And Edwin, yeah, he tripped over it, so. Because mm. the headstone was distance away from it, and then there's, like, the dirt path, uh, like, mm-hmm. little road, and the corner sticking out was by the dirt path, so it was definitely that of the vault, and oh, yeah. um, we invested, I mean, we looked at it a bit more. Oh, yeah, we did. Because <laughs> we were like, what is this? Oh, yeah, God. we did. I mean, we got the flashlights out, and we definitely, I won't say we got a shovel or anything like that <laughs> right. to verify what it was, but yeah, sure, so yeah. that cemetery is definitely very spooky, and mm. there's always something happening there, but the shadow people... Yes, uh, there's another one out in, uh, it's also north of town, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I don't want to say. Um, where we are? Or Well, I can say where we are, obviously, we're yeah. in the studio, but there's I mean, we're a in cemetery. Gra- they know we're in Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids. Yeah. but this is north of Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. and it's a small, quaint town, and there's a cemetery there, and we have seen... Um, shadow things crawling on the ground, mm-hmm. um, and... We have heard, uh, back in the day, it's an older cemetery, so they used to bring the hearse in by horse and buggy. Sure, yeah. We've been there, and we've heard clop, 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 mm-hmm. like the sound of horses. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. Um, is this the one where my cousin is? Is that what you're speaking of? I think so. And there's also a young child there, and we caught some EVPs. And I think that might have been one of the first places that we took you yeah. And we got the EVP of a little boy saying hello because we asked, can you say hello to us? Oh, wow. And, yeah, and the, they did. And I don't remember if it was a boy or a girl. but And then I, I think we identified the grave as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy one because uh, when I had first met them, it was kind of like a, a trial run, if one will. Yes. Um, to see if I'd be a good fit. And, and oh yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> I wasn't, so that was awful. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I've hated every moment since. <laughs> but uh, uh, Rosemary had told me when we were going to the cemetery about how there was the grave of a coach there, and that mm. he had a lot of activity around his grave. Um, and when we got there, I saw the grave, and I was like, "Oh, that, that's my cousin. He was a basketball coach. He was killed in the hit and run." Um, 
So it was just a really weird coincidence. Wait, so that was the one that you're like, oh, this one has a lot of activity. That was your cousin? Yeah, that's... <laughs> Whoa. So that was a strange occurrence. Okay, did you encounter anything? Um, I didn't write at my cousin's grave. Now, that cemetery mm-hmm. itself, I've had a lot of activity in. One of the weirdest things to me um, that I, ex- I have experienced there in, in several places now, but um, there's... Oh, wait, there's this little hill in the back where there is such a large temperature change. Mm, and I'm oh, talking, yeah. like, degrees, like... Huge. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no reason to explain it. It's not by water. Mm-hmm. It's not really open to, like, a field or anything like that. I mean, it's, you know, it's there's no reason for it. And the temperature changes. And we've... That area is creepy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you go there and you feel like, oh, I should not be here. Like, you could tell they do not want you. Or you feel that you're being watched. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, it could be very oppressive. And But Liz is right. The temperature in that back corner, we we, because we have little thermometers. Sure, yeah. um, And we have, we've watched it shift like 30 degrees mm. so that's Whoa. pretty yeah. it is a large yeah, a difference a big difference that's like the grand canyon like it's a, it's like two different climates yeah back, you know like above and below but like mm-hmm. that's you know how many yeah like and i know in that area um where that happens that is definitely an older part of the cemetery because mm. like where your cousin is that's kind of the newish yeah but mm-hmm. over uh, it's very, very old. Yeah. Um, I've seen a full-bodied apparition mm-hmm. there of a woman. I don't. I can't tell you what she was wearing, but I mean, I could. It was a skirt, a dress. Mm-hmm. I've seen her. We've seen somebody, an apparition, walk from one grave to another and sink into the ground and just disappear. Mm-hmm. But I think the craziest thing is like that foreboding feeling. And then the time that we were there, we saw, like, these black things crawling on the ground toward us. Um, I had gone there with a friend one night. Just, uh, I think I might have even been before I knew the group, because it was a very close cemetery to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say about that corner, too, uh, I know that there is history, because my my mom retired from the sheriff's department. Mm -hmm. Um, There was history of them kicking kids out trying to do witchcraft uh, or, like, Ouija and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, probably not great. Um, but I'm certain you've noticed this where even if it's a full moon, I mean, there's nothing there really, but it is dark, like yes. huge. Um, but I, I had gotten an EVP on my friend's phone cause we just sat around and we're talking and it, uh, what we heard was, do you want to play? Mm-hmm. Um, and we listened back and he's like, no, I sure the fuck don't. And we got out of there uh, pretty no, quick. I wouldn't want to play. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Yeah, that's, we've had some listeners uh, write in with stories of, like, them being, like, inviting ghosts in. And we're like, don't do that. Don't do Absolutely that. Don't do that. No you shame. Know, uh, if you don't know, you don't know. But, like, for future or not. You know, I sometimes, I know I was born with this ability. Mm-hmm. It's my family. Everybody in my family doesn't embrace it as openly as I do. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, my God, you had. But when I was younger, uh probably Kenna's age, 10. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, Ouija boards, it was a game. Yeah. And I could remember one time, and I don't know why, had a sleepover, and we're sitting in a room, and I remember we opened the window, mm-hmm. and I said, and this is not an invitation, it's just a repeat, so um, yeah, to anybody that's... listening, no. Um, but I said, <laughs> if there's anybody that needs some help, I'd be happy to help you, just come on. 
Mm-hmm. And I really think that at when I did that, that's when things like really popped oh. for me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I did a lot of things that people considered strange, and now it all makes sense. Mm. Yeah, you know, I used to take my friends to the cemeteries, try and teach my friends how to connect with ghosts and spirit. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, and they're like, oh my God, Rosemary, this makes so much sense. But sometimes I wonder if that invitation yeah. um, definitely enhanced things. So Liz is right. Don't ask. So, yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here... Let's do let's do some quick tips and tricks for people who are interested in this and maybe want to do more but want to do it safely. So yes or no questions. Yes. Don't invite them home with you. No. What else would you say? Uh, respect. <laughs> respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's important. Um, I would. I believe that a Ouija board is a tool. I don't believe like they're all evil, bad, right? Mm-hmm. I believe it's a tool, much like a recorder or whatever. However. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do use a Ouija board, it's important to use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, so if you, for a novice, I wouldn't take a Ouija board to a cemetery or any other haunted location. Gotcha. Um, I would say that's the biggest thing. I would always say ask for protection, whatever your faith is, or if it's even your own energy. Like, mm-hmm. put that put that out there. And then when you're finished, say a prayer of thanks or, like, thank you, gratitude to the universe, and make it clear None of y'all is coming home with me. Yeah. So I yeah. I would have to say, you know, those are some of the biggest things. And um, never, never uh, open yourself up. Don't offer mm-hmm. your energy. Don't offer your body. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. When you say, Liz, the, those are some good things. I probably forgot oh, yeah. something. And Liz <clears throat> is much younger than I am. So she remembers a lot more. I would say patience. Uh, I think that's a a thing that we run into, Mm -hmm. even on our investigations, where Mm -hmm. people try stuff. And like me, when I was younger, you know, I want instant results. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get that. Um, Mm -hmm. I've, you know, had nights where I've spent seven hours out in the cemetery and still might not have anything. Mm -hmm. um, So don't, don't rush. Don't instigate. Yeah, absolutely. Patience is important because, again, like the TV shows, it's not like, oh, yo, show yourself, or Mm -hmm. we hear a loud noise, oh, it's a demon. (laughs) It's just not like that. It said my name. It said Zach. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I share little jokes like that about, oh, you hear that demon? It said my name. Yeah. Um, No disrespect meant to Zach. <laughs> um, He's a big fan of ours, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. He um, might be. And and I think too, just uh, in general, respect the the time frames and the laws because absolutely. How many times have we been kicked out of cemeteries and warned? So mm-hmm. yeah, and a lot of the times the places that we go are very rural, mm-hmm. um, and we're always very respectful. We pick up any trash. We do not leave anything, yeah. maybe a footprint, and that's it. Sure. But Liz is right. Respect the laws. Don't go. Because mm-hmm. we have seen places where there's been kids that have gone in and just vandalized. And so yeah. we, we don't want to give the impression, oh, go do this in the dark or whatever. But there has been a time or two where we've been asked to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And usually the law they're pretty nice and a lot of times they ask if they can join us at a later date so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but i agree that's really important you don't want to get arrested right yeah well that i mean that's a good question though with cemeteries do you usually get permission beforehand or you just kind of like go and 
Jen, do yeah. you want us to lie to you on the podcast? I think we get permission. <laughs> yeah, we I don't know. I can't say who's permission. giving me the permission, but sure, right, um, yeah. it's given. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. I mean, I feel like with cemeteries. Yeah, you, nice. and, you know, and there's some places that are very well known mm-hmm. that are patrolled because there's um, stories and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so... It, it is important to respect the law. And you know what? You do not have to be in a dark cemetery to have a paranormal experience. Right. I have been in on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and I have had some of the best EVPs ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwin and myself, one day we were out at Wayland, and I was feeling somebody. And I said, are you visiting, or are you from the other side? And the EVP we got back was... Ooh. Other side, I probably shouldn't have whispered, yeah, but yeah. so you, it doesn't have to be um, dark. And sometimes you can be communicating with the spirit, which is different than a ghost. So mm-hmm. ghost is a human that has died and they've not yet crossed over to the great divide or wherever, heaven, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, spirit is somebody who is a human soul. They've died and they've crossed over. They come back to visit. Okay. You know, so a ghost, sometimes they stay because they feel they have unfinished business. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they're cranky and they just don't want to (laughs) leave. Maybe there's fear of judgment. We've encountered that where Mm -hmm. we've been in uh, older places. There was a farm that we were out and there was a guy and he he didn't want to cross over because he was worried about being judged. And he thought he was going to go to hell. I mean, that's a very valid fear, yeah. I feel like. Especially back, like, you know, when things were a, a lot different, you know, back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole different ballgame. So we've encountered a ghost that didn't want to cross over because he was worried he was going to go to hell. So yeah. there's that. Um, unfinished business, like I said, or maybe they're attached to an item mm-hmm. uh, or a person. We've had that happen. Do you remember out toward Gun Lake, there was a home that we did. It was a really nice older couple. Do you remember? We went there. And this nice, sweet, cute little old couple. And they really weren't that old, mind you. but um, And they had some weird things going on. And it was very odd. And there was a ghost there who mistook the man of the house for his brother mm. who killed him. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, I do you remember, remember that? that. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and they like so this guy, he's awesome. He like would make furniture, and I mean, we went there and they had like a spread for us. Um, but anyway, so this ghost was out to get this guy. Yeah. Yeah, and so we actually went there a few times, and but this ghost was making this man sick. Oh, no. Trying, like, honestly, I think trying to kill him. Probably. But we got an EVP, and we're inquiring, and he said, I'll get you back. (gasps) And that's what he wanted to do to the man in the house, because he thought that it was his brother who murdered him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do remember. was this, like, an old-timey crime, or was it, like, more, like, is his brother still alive, or is he alive? No, I don't (laughs) think his brother's still alive. Okay. Um, I would have to say it probably happened in the 1800s, mm. and there's all farmland out there because mm. the, it's not like the house was ancient or old. It was actually in a development, mm. So, but there was some weirdness, and um, we kept hearing something about a well 
And I can't remember if you guys found the well outside or not. I think but. we did. And, and forgive me if I'm incorrect, if I'm confusing investigations here, but with that same night, we got the EVP of in the corn, correct? Yep. Shoot okay. you in the corn. Shoot you in the corn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. That's so, uh, but anyway, yeah, he did not, he did not want to leave. And mm-hmm. um, probably over the years, I've been out to that place maybe five times because this is going back quite a while ago when yeah we were there but every now and then things will um, amp up and so I go out there and I'll do a clearing and a blessing mm-hmm. and then it usually calms things down so it's been pretty quiet for a while that's good I was gonna ask if he has so he's like still hanging around he's but... still he does not want to go mm. and I think because of vengeance and he's me mm-hmm. so because mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, and from what I felt psychically, I knew that he wasn't a good guy. But mm-hmm. you know, still, his brother should have killed him. It's not nice. Right. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Do I that mean, to your there's few people I would wish murder by yeah. your brother um, on. But. but yeah, so that was definitely nothing zero, but. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know anything okay. like, that's a weird way to phrase that but I stand by it but yeah so that that was definitely a little freaky mm-hmm. um, I mean I can't imagine being that guy living there and being like it's not me oh, I didn't kill yeah. you I promise and I this ghost was making this man physically ill yeah and like messing with medical equipment and I mean he made this man really sick and he, so, did he stay there or did he peace out he no he stayed oh, he okay. still is there um yeah and I mean, they're like the nicest family ever mm-hmm. and yeah so uh, we've been in homes where you know somebody's told us that they're sure they have a demonic infestation because they've heard growling and scratching and we've been exploring and we found raccoons in the attic <laughs> yeah I so mean, yeah. yeah so we always like Liz says we <laughs> Um, science, you know, natural explanations first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in a house, and this might be out towards where your mom lives. Okay. Do you remember? And uh, we went there two times, and the guy was a little weird, and we found a room underneath the floor. Yeah, that I would not go into. <laughs> there was a room that was underneath the floor, and they told us they were having weird things go on, so they mm-hmm. wanted us to go down in this room. So you lift up a floorboard, and you have to, like, jumped down oh god to get down there and in the room there was like a mattress yeah. and a blanket and a pillow but no. it kind of makes me wonder a little bit about hmm. who is i can live in down there or what yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 uh so that was weird but they had a little boy that was like being targeted and oh my god i don't know so we've seen like some really weird things, mm-hmm. and we've met some really weird people. But we also met like some fantastic people as well. Um, we've been to several of the prisons on the East Coast where we've seen apparitions. But I think my favorite one was the Floating Head. Yeah. Um, but uh, where we've gotten EVPs, but we've seen shadow figures. You know, there's a lot of really cool places to investigate, and you could do it legally. You could buy a ticket, a sure. tour. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of times, if you do ask nicely and develop a relationship yeah, absolutely. with people, I'm sure it's absolutely. Fun. I don't know if you've ever heard of Fallisburg Park out in Lowell. No. Um, but that's like one of the oldest little cities, villages um, of settlers, and there's some older homes, and we were invited out there. We were going to do 
um, an event this season, but COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but MPA, we volunteered our time uh, to work with the people, and they actually sold tickets, and the um, money raised went towards you know, restoration mm -hmm. um, because it's a historical place but there's definitely some things that go on there mm -hmm. um and i'm sure that once um once it's open again they would welcome people to come take a walk uh, so that's a pretty cool place but there's a lot of history there um mm -hmm. and i think there's one two three four there's probably about six of the original buildings and then that you're allowed to go into and then there's some homes that people actually live in now some descendants uh, so that's a really cool place. There's an old schoolhouse, mm. and it doubled as a church, but we've been in the old schoolhouse where we've had uh, EVPs and noises. Mm -hmm. um, we've had them manipulate our EMF meters. Uh, so there's a lot of places that people could go to, you know, to investigate and to learn without actually having to break the law and go into a cemetery after dark. Yeah. And just because it's a cemetery, too, doesn't, doesn't always mean that it's haunted. Mm -hmm. um, but there are a few that are that are, and there's several that are not. They're like very peaceful. There's one cemetery. There's two sides. One seems to be haunted, and the other side isn't. The only thing really on the other side was a killer moth that was trying to get Liz. Um, <laughs> I hate moths. For the record, I don't have a lot of fears. You guys are talking about spiders and snakes. Those don't bother me. Ghosts don't bother me per se, unless there's a shadow figure that talks to me. Yeah. Um, but I did uh, moths and dragonflies, and a moth came at me, and I tripped over a headstone. Oh, she um, did. And you came running. You were like, what did you see? And I was like, mama moth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it was moth man. Oh, uh, yeah. She did. She fell over. Uh, so, Rosemary, I have a question for you. Um, I might have an answer. It's possible. Uh, now, I know when, um, before we started the show and we were talking with our friends here, um, and this takes a lot of your personal energy, so feel free to shoot me down right away. Mm -hmm. um, because I've always been a skeptic until I knew you. And you have said and seen things that I can't deny your ability, of course. Um, are you picking up anything for genitals? Oh, yeah, please. Is this okay? Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I do, and kind of when Kate was out here and she's like, oh, I did start feeling a few things and I kind of put it, Bad a little because I want to make sure we do what we're supposed to do. But mm -hmm. I do want to talk about. Okay. Um, immediately uh, when she said that, I felt a man in okay. sp spirit, a guy that was over you, like in age. So I don't know if it's like father, grandfather, or uncleish, mm -hmm. but there's this man that was over you. I had a lot of pressure in my throat and my neck. Mm. So I don't know if that makes sense to you or not. Um, but anyway, I, I felt that. And mm. Um, I felt that there may have been a younger male with him as well, but he was mm -hmm. kind of quiet. But anyway, I got like this weird pressure in my neck and then my chest felt like really heavy, mm. very heavy. Uh, I felt that guy around you. And I think the biggest message I got was, I'm okay. You, you don't need to worry about me. Mm -hmm. um, I also kept seeing the month of June is being okay. significant and with that I saw white roses okay. so for me white roses symbolize a birthday an anniversary it could be an anniversary of a wedding or a passing but I felt like there was a June connection somewhere in your circle mm -hmm. um, but in addition there's a lovely woman in spirit that's around you a maternal figure so I don't know mom um, and I don't know if you have like I don't know if you I don't know if you know anybody by the name of Irene sometimes when I'm open I get names mm -hmm. so I don't know if that fits or not 
just keep it, but don't okay. wreck your brain. But anyway, I felt like, I don't know if you have like a family name, like, mm-hmm. you know, like an heirloom name or whatever your proper uh, verbiage is. But there's this woman that also stepped forward. Um, and I don't know why she showed me like, um, uh, like if she had set a table for like tea or coffee or mm. something, uh, I felt her, her around you. And how personal am I? Like? I mean, you can edit, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we can okay. edit this out. So okay. If All it's right. too much, but also feel free. <laughs> okay. Well, and I don't want to like... Um, so I also felt like a younger, like a, a smaller energy step forward. So I don't know if you had like an early pregnancy loss or... No, not yet. There's a younger energy that belongs to you or some like... Hmm. I, I say it belongs to you. So it's... Either like somebody in your family, mm-hmm. it somehow belongs to you. But there's a younger little energy that mm. I felt step forward, hmm. um, and I just felt like there's a lot of people that were maybe sad still. Um, I don't feel like this was a child that like lived. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt that energy, and I felt like I was just supposed to say like, "There's no, there's no unfinished business. There's no anger, no resentment. Like I'm okay. Mm-hmm. We'll catch up." So for what it's worth. Then I got that. Hmm. Um, I also see, well, I know I did hear Kate say that your birthday is coming up very soon, so I can't say, oh, dude, I see some white roses for your birthday, right? (laughs) Um, But I will tell you that I do see, like, a November connection in your family, Mm -hmm. and I don't know who that belongs to, but I just see, like, the word November spelled out in front of me but I don't think like I don't know if you're October or you're November but mm-hmm. it feels like it's not you but it's like somebody else that I mm-hmm. have to acknowledge and then I also would want to ask um I don't know if you uh, and it's not about Kate but mm-hmm. I feel like there's a living woman that you're worried about her health mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it's Kate but okay. I mean it could be I mean we all know Kate's strong but it feels <laughs> like somebody different like mm-hmm. maybe somebody um related to you physically mm-hmm. so um, and I just hear from this woman in spirit, like, you don't have to worry about it. Like, everything will be okay. So mm-hmm. I hope that that makes sense to you. Yeah, I mean, I do have some illness out there in the family. Um, yeah, well, you don't, whoever it is, I feel like you don't need to worry about it. Like, it'll be okay. Like, it'll, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's uh, terminal or, like, I feel like it'll be okay. Nobody's mm-hmm. going anywhere anytime soon, so you don't have to worry. And this woman... She's taking care of it. And whoever she was, like, family is really important to her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she'd be the connection. Oh, did you know that Margaret had a <laughs> thyroid and you know, Cindy had a little girl? And I felt like she was, like, the glue who kept everybody um, connected. And I feel like maybe now that she's gone, mm-hmm. everybody doesn't quite know what's going on yeah. uh, in the family. And she's she wants everybody to communicate more. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's like, you, we're family, so you guys need to keep in touch, even if you're just checking in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she would be the one that would do the phone calls and catch everybody up. She would know what was going on. Um, but anyway, she's she's around you. So, mm-hmm. um, and I have no idea what this means or why. I have a rule though: if I start seeing something, then I have to share it with you. But I keep seeing like a red car, and I don't know how that fits or even if it does fit but I see like this red car and I'm not sure if it's like a convertible or but I feel like it could go fast but I mm-hmm. see like this red car so I don't know if that makes sense or why I'm seeing it but I am uh, so for what it's worth 
Um, and then I also have to say that there is somebody, and I can't get a read on gender, but I feel like there's somebody um, that's nearby you, but for whatever reason they're choosing to remain um, quiet, but they kind of tap their chest. And so for me, when somebody taps their chest like this, it means like they feel responsible for their passing or the events that led up to their passing. Mm. So I don't even know if that fits for you or if that's a message that you have to pass. But whoever it is, they're, I don't know why. Uh, imagine if Liz, she's sitting here, you know that she's sitting here, but then if she goes and stands outside the door, but and I say stay by that door, mm -hmm. we know she's there, but I can't, right. like, you can't see it. That's kind of how I feel with that energy. So I don't mm. know why or if that makes sense, but... I get that as well. So, um, anyway, that's what I get in a nutshell. So, mm -hmm. well, thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, I'm apologize. Mm. Um, I don't know why I see this either. But so you know the game hop, hopscotch and like chalking. Mm -hmm. I don't. I see like the hopscotch and the mm. um, like on the sidewalk and like some kids that have drawn the mm. I don't know game. I don't know if that means anything to you or not and um I keep getting like this image of like two little girls so I don't know if they're connected to you um and then also as I'm sitting here I don't know where you live I really don't know like much about you except for like you're Jen yeah this is our first time meeting yeah um, <laughs> but it's weird I um I hear like uh, really loud crickets or cicadas around you. Mm. So I don't know if you live rural or what the meaning of that is, but I feel like you I feel like you tend to attract some weird things. So I don't know if you've ever noticed like your electronics being weird or um, things break easily and you're like, I don't even get it. <laughs> um, but I feel like you have this ability where you attract some of that energy so it's like not great for someone who works a lot with technology <laughs> yeah so i don't know if it like it breaks or i don't know um but i feel like weird things could happen with that but i feel like you have like some abilities maybe you haven't embraced or paid attention to um and i know you're very open on you know honestly or you wouldn't be doing this podcast at home yeah i mean i think i'm open to a certain extent and in regards to like hearing other people's experiences, but what I do feel very strongly when it comes to, like, uh, talking with people like you who are, like, kind of really trying to probe it, and, like, and also, like, Kate's done some tarot readings for me and stuff, mm -hmm. too. It's, like, I do feel, like, when, when this starts happening, like, I feel kind of, like, walls that I've, like, built up around myself, and I don't, I don't really feel, like, why I, why I do that, but I, I do feel still that, like, there's a lot of things that, I've built up around me that, like, I'm not really fully exposing myself to that. Well, that's okay. You know what? There's nothing wrong. I would consider you, like, a healthy skeptic. Okay. So Good. that means you're open-minded, mm -hmm. but you're kind of, like, you want to see it. You want to have the proof. Mm -hmm. um, and that's okay. So there's nothing to yeah. be ashamed or anything like that. And I will say, if you ever go see a psychic and they start asking you a lot of questions, then mm -hmm. you should, like, get up and leave because... Um, they're supposed to tell you so just yeah that's something for everybody to keep in mind if you go see a psychic um, especially because it's Halloween time mm -hmm. and people want to do that cards are a little different um, but if you go see somebody 
and they're just fishing or asking a lot of questions and really you should just get out and leave because mm-hmm. like we should be able to tell you some things that make sense to you like a full-blown uh, reading yeah um i will also say and i'm not using this just as an, as an excuse sometimes when somebody does have that energy sometimes it mm-hmm. makes it a little difficult to mm-hmm. tap into that energy i think that's why the one person's like kind of behind the door sure um so just some things to keep in mind yeah well, thank you very much yeah you're, you're welcome i really appreciate when you when you know you're taking the time to like really tap into that energy oh that's okay yeah so. yeah that's okay i mean i'm here yeah, sorry, I hope I didn't like throw that upon you, but I was like, I'm interested. Oh, I'm interested. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, I mean, and you know what? Maybe there will be a time where you could come and see me, and I'd be happy to gift you like a full blown reading where mm-hmm. we could sit down and like we're prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To I do that, you... um, sometimes it just starts unfolding, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying that like I can't or I don't, or mm-hmm. but sometimes it just helps with the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if you ever want to do it. Let me know. Okay, I will. I can say, um, <clears throat> excuse me, as I keep losing my voice here. Um, Rosemary did a reading for my my girlfriend recently, and um, I just want to thank you because I've not in person yet, but I know you've uh, brought a lot of ease to her mind with a lot that was going on, and it kind of all made sense. Um, so thank you for that, and it's my pleasure. She's like an amazing girl. I just, I enjoyed during that reading, too, that uh, my grandmother was a bit of an asshole. Um, uh, she, and I didn't know that. No, you did not. Uh, as long as we've known each other, I've never talked about my grandmother. Um, I think I told you she passed, and that was about it, because mm-hmm. my grandmother loved my grandmother, um, and that's about it. And it was so funny, because Rosemary was doing this reading with a, a lot of depth to it, and then she was like, Liz, I just have to tell you... Um, there's an older lady who's showing herself. She just wants you to know she's okay. And uh, my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend's child and myself all burst out laughing because I had told them about my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I know that bitch. I was like, I know exactly who yeah, that is. Yeah, she didn't want to tell Liz, like, oh, how are you or whatever. But it was like, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, it was very for mu- asking. Yeah, her. yeah. Like, it was very much like she's like, you know. I'm okay. I don't know how you are. Or, oh, wow. But, yeah, it was very interesting. That's so, so funny. My mom enjoyed that a lot. Uh, Did she? Oh, my gosh. She That's right, because kid. you were supposed to tell your mom about that, and I don't remember I don't remember any of the other things that came out, so I don't know. Hopefully they made sense for you. Yes, because uh, you had seen a, an older man, too, with candy in his pockets. That didn't make sense to me, but my mom's like, oh, that's that's your great-grandpa. He used to always keep candy in his pockets. He was, like, the original Werther's man. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> But no, I, I told that to my mom, and she laughed very hard. And uh, to give you a sense of how uh, magnificent of a person my grandmother is or was, um, my mom got sick uh, over the last five years, and one of the first things she said is, I'm not going to die because I haven't had enough time on this planet without your grandmother on it as well. Um, so <laughs> grandma was great. She was a really nice nice lady. <laughs> but I enjoyed that. So uh, you know, I almost respect that, just like being a... Crotchety old bitty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's like living proof that if you're cranky when you die, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're just going to be some loving, sweet, mm-hmm. angelic entity mm-hmm. because you're dead. Oh, um, yeah. And not to say, like, her grandma, she's not in, like, hell or some dark no. place, but she definitely has her personality where... Oh, I firmly believe she's in a uh, purgatory of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, um, but again, just 
Mm-hmm. Things people should keep in mind when you think about communicating with those that have passed, those yeah. that have transitioned. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to say, oh, talking to the dead, because I believe like we all just can transition. We're energy. We just shed mm-hmm. our physical skin and, and we go do something else. I mean, it is kind of impossible for me to like imagine like you know, how how conscious and alive I feel for that to just suddenly just stop dead. And, mm-hmm. I guess, pun intended. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, it's just, where, where does that go? Like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that's very possible for things to kind of keep lingering around and coming back. And, yeah. Yeah, or some things that like to go bud in the dark, you mm-hmm. know, knock, knock, knock in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely encountered that. So, yeah. I remember one night uh, we went to a cemetery, the mausoleum cemetery, if one will. Um, and when I got home that night, I was so tired and I just laid down and my, my bedroom uh, is at the top of a staircase and I heard doo, 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 <laughs> up the stairs and then boom against my no. door. And I was like, what? What's going on? So I opened my door and there was nothing there and I was like, Okay, and I shut it, and right as I laid back down, I heard it again. It was doo, 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 doo. and then it was two loud knocks, and I finally just opened my door, and I was so tired at this point, and I knew that we had just gotten back from a cemetery, and I was like, okay, whoever you are, I understand you're here. Super cool. I would like to sleep. It's <laughs> like, just leave me alone, please. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it was, was it after that that we had to come clear your house? That was after the the Shadow Figure Cemetery. Cause, oh, right. Okay. Because I had gone a few times by myself after I got back on my feet. And mm-hmm. I was, you know, the impatient asshole. Where... I'm surprised you went by yourself in that place. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, hell no. I almost went last night, actually. By uh, yourself? With, with, with my girlfriend. Oh, I was okay. going to take her. But after we saw the shadow in the road while we were driving uh, kind of in that area, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? The veil's a little too thin. I am not going to do this without my guardian, Rosemary. Pretty yeah. interesting to see with the, because we haven't been there in a while. So to go there when the veil is thin. Yeah. Okay. So before we started recording, y'all were talking about how you've been feeling this personally and also hearing from other people that, you know, the veil is, is thin right now. So what do you think is going on like what like what do you think explains that or well in like last year um before any of this stuff i was told by my guide that Mm -hmm. this is the year where the veil is going to be very thin between worlds and that everybody can expect uh an upgrade or they're going to notice things more Mm -hmm. people that are empathic or intuitives like they're going to notice things at a, a different level and things are going to be more visible uh, to everybody. Okay. So, and I think now we know why, because the world's gone crazy. I, and yeah. I feel like we, I feel like as a, and I don't want to make this even about this, but I believe the human population in general that we've invited all this negativity and chaos Mm -hmm. into our world so it's almost like imagine there's like good world bad world Mm -hmm. you know like the reflection is bad or whatever i think that we've invited that in because we're all a bunch of assholes yeah no i definitely think it's like these two worlds colliding right Mm -hmm. so now everybody like there's 
chaos with living people and with people that are not living mm -hmm. and the energies willy-nilly mm -hmm. and I think that's part of why the veil is also thinner too I think that all the energy and the emotion that it has to go somewhere and I think it's disrupting the veil if you will yeah. and I think that's a big reason why and I've had a lot of people tell me um that they're feeling things that they haven't felt. I've had a lot of people tell me that they feel detached from their lives or they feel like they don't belong here. Like mm. they were taken out, like they went to sleep and woke up into like an alternate reality. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's definitely weird energy. And I think that that's, I think those reasons, like everything that's going on, that's probably a big part of why the veil is thinner this year. So mm -hmm. just my opinion. Yeah. And I think that it'll probably stay like this until spring of next year and then I think it'll start slowing down a little bit energetically with the veil I don't mm -hmm. know I can't predict anything with humans <laughs> because <laughs> and I wouldn't even try mm -hmm. but I can I only see what my guide shows me and sure. I, he told me it'll be okay by spring you know things will be a little quiet so people are struggling with that mm -hmm. energy and I have several unanswered emails because I have a list of people that are encountering hauntings mm -hmm. um, because of the veil being thinner. Mm -hmm. um, I just recently had a case where there's a little boy who was seeing a bad man in the barn. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I mean, this kid was terrified. Yeah. So, uh, and we always take those cases like that's priority. We go there like, we go where kids are first mm -hmm. because we don't want them to be frightened. Yeah, how terrifying for um, a kid. Yeah, so it's pretty, you know, it's it, it's just interesting. It's just the world, like, we invited it in, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, we did it to ourselves. It certainly so. feels like that. It's just, <laughs> everything's gotten insane. It's not, I mean, to use bad terms, but, you know. Yep, and that's know. why I'm glad there's, this podcast is haunted and the Facebook page because mm -hmm. I have never met so many absolutely wonderful, accepting, loving, kind strangers yeah. from all over the place. Mm -hmm. And they everybody there, like, so shout out to them. Because yeah, they're thank like you. the most Facebook group. Yeah, mm -hmm. amazing people that I've never met. Like just I've even developed a couple of friendships um with strangers and uh hopefully um in the summer I'll be get you know, get to meet them face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in spite of all the chaos and the negativity, there is good. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want people to forget that. Um, but, yes, so, look, at that's my long story why the bail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Is thin. Do you have any questions aside from, uh, like, tips, uh, questions about ghost hunting or anything else that we can maybe answer for you? Um, well, first of all, as a personal question, is can I come the next time you go? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love that. That's um, what initially I thought we were going to like go do a podcast well, in a cemetery or something. Yeah. I, I thought we were going to do like some recordings when we're like in a cemetery. I do want to, so let's yes. find a time to do that. Um, Heck yes, you yes. can come. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Take another shadow figure one. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I wanted to take her, where you heard the... Oh, my God. I can't do it as good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was so fun. Uh, so, like, wear a diaper? Uh, yeah, I guess. No, I'm just joking, because... No. I, I think that's a big thing. To we have. do carry toilet paper. <laughs> you know, when it's not being rationed. Yeah. I think I a mean, big thing to throw out there that you have always said, and I respect you for this, 
yeah, we might be ghost hunters, but we're just as terrified. Okay, that's we are. Out. And some of us are a little more terrified. Like, I won't lie, I've run away. Mm-hmm. Like, Edwin, he'll run too. I'll be like, oh no, motherfucker, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. So I can be a psychic medium and do readings and talk to people that way. Yeah. But sometimes when you're um, doing paranormal investigations and research, it is a little scary. <laughs> we do get frightened. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Liz, I'm sure she's seen me run <laughs> uh, or a failed attempt to run anyway because <laughs> i really can't run i haven't been able to in a while um but yeah we do we get we get frightened we're just you know and some of us get a little more frightened than others and yeah uh, our friend david he's kind of a big chicken like i am so and sometimes we tend to set each other off just a little like i feel something i go and he'll go what what you know so <laughs> Um, and he doesn't like to sleep with me in a room. Not like sleep with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> we'll, we'll share a room when we go. <laughs> we'll go somewhere or a tent. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to uh, Mansfield Reformatory in Ohio. That's where the Shawshank was filmed. or oh. part of it. And we went there, and we went back to our room at night. And the, I think there's four or five of us in the room, and I kept hearing noises. And seeing something, and I was awake, he was awake, and I don't think anybody else was. And anyway, at some point, I actually, like, screamed, and he told me that he's pretty sure he, like, his body went off the bed and hit the ceiling because I frightened him. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, but there was something that followed us back from Mansfield, and uh-huh. then I saw it as a green man, like this green man thing. Uh-huh. And, then, um, and then I think that I was being influenced by it. Um, but I thought it jumped into Edwin, my husband. Mm. And then, so, long story short, I was like, Edwin woke up and my hands were going for his throat. Because okay. In my mind, I thought I was trying to get it out of him. Yeah. Um, and he's grabbing my wrist going, it's me, it's me. Um, but I think this thing followed us back and maybe was a little um, angry and influenced me to try and choke my husband. Why is this so? Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just keep that in mind about the protection kids. So. Sure. Now yeah. the crime person in me says that story would not hold up in court. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. I guess you're not going to be my lawyer. Um, yeah. So that's a that's a cool place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone to Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. We have seen some scary things in our tent. Oh. <laughs> Well, maybe weren't paranormal. Maybe it's what? just group members being group members. What? Um, uh, it's oh, a, sorry, I had to. You did. Uh, but we did get to go out on the battlefield, which yeah, was very interesting. Yeah, we did. We saw some shadows, and we mm-hmm. heard some noises, and then I would definitely say that there was times where we felt oppression on that trip. <laughs> what, um, oh, golly, what is the house paranormal. where... Um, Jenny Wade. Jenny Wade's house. Yes. Um, Where we went upstairs. And no matter how many pictures I took, I could not get one to turn out. That was very Mm -hmm. interesting. And Mm -hmm. the guide had said prior to that that she doesn't like cameras, so she Mm -hmm. will mess with cameras. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And then down in the basement when we felt a presence. Because down in the basement, it's like a little museum, and they had like this mock-up of, like, I don't know if it's supposed to be who it was in the bed or whatever, like her in the bed after she had been shot or... Mm-hmm. I don't remember, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, but remember, anyway, we definitely felt like 
the energy was really heavy. You could feel like they didn't really want us there. So, mm. um, but yeah, so Gettysburg, the battles, you know, the battlefield was um, very interesting. And then some of the places that we stopped to eat along the way, uh, they're very old. You could see holes in the sides of the building, you know, from the war, mm. the bullets or muskets or whatever. Um, so we encountered some things there. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I want to go. I went to Gettysburg like as a child, but I'd love to go back and like pay more attention to like that side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting, and there's a, a lot of history there. So, mm-hmm. um, we even felt energy like at the um, where Lincoln did the yeah, where he gave the address. I can't remember. Oh, was it in Gettysburg or it was the yeah, Gettysburg address? The, he did the Gettysburg address. Mm-hmm. And we felt some stuff in that cemetery. We had some weird pictures. And we stopped um, because there was a section of Michigan Civil War soldiers. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of stopped. And we have some EVPs where um, we ask, you know, are you at peace? And I think that we heard, um, no. Oh, no. And then... <laughs> um, we said thank you, and then we got a, th- a thank you back. Like, okay. Because we were thanking them that they right, they were Union you. soldiers, and, oh, yeah. you know, they're Michiganders, so we're mm-hmm. like, you know, thank you for your sacrifice, and we said thank you. So mm-hmm. um, Haunted location in Grand Rapids that was actually, it used to be a haunted attraction. Uh-huh. Um, and anyway, we did a, an investigation there because the actors were getting sick. And this is going back several years. Uh The actors were getting sick and being pushed. (gasps) Well, you know, a lot of times those places will gather artifacts from antique stores or who knows where. Yeah, yeah. Um, There there was a bed that a ghost was attached to. And um, I don't know if it's on our Michigan Paranormal Alliance page or not, the EVPs. The m-p-a.org. And then... Um, what is an EVP? And I'll tell you, this is my favorite EVP ever. Um, we ask, is your name John? And you hear, yes. And then we ask him, did you die in this bed? And he says, no. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. It's so clear. And if memory serves right at the time Classic. of the recording. Yeah. So you don't hear these voices when you're asking these questions. And... No. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always been curious about. Because I think when... Like, my only experience with EVPs is listening to them after the fact of mm-hmm. people telling me, like, this is what we've heard. And, and so the skeptic in me is always like, you know, there's, like, is it clear? Or are you kind of just, like, reading into this? But if it's really clear, like, did you hear it when you were there? Or did you yeah, not, like... we didn't hear that one. And it was cool because I knew that his name was John. And I asked him and he said yes. Mm. So that was cool. That yeah. was kind of, like, fluffed my ego just a little bit, it, right? <laughs> <laughs> But that, I mean, that was a class A EVP. We did not hear it while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and EVP, Liz, for anybody that doesn't know what you're going to say what it is. Uh, the electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oftentimes, I find more often than not, I guess from my own personal experience, so forgive me if you're like, well, that's not my personal experience, <laughs> is that when you're asking these questions, you don't hear anything. So um, when you're listening back, it's important to be very focused because think about it this answer takes a lot of energy out of something that perhaps doesn't quite know how to manifest yet uh mm-hmm. fully so um what you hear even if it's just little if you have you know sound equipment there's free stuff online we do our podcast with audacity i think mm-hmm. it is um 
that's free, but you can enhance the sound, and that's um, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. And we have a rule when we do um, EVP sessions: no whispering. Right. If okay. You mm-hmm. Make a noise. If you shift in your chair, say that was me. So then, when the guys are going back, whoever's listening to the recording, they know. Yeah. So it's really important, and then also the least amount of people possible. Mm-hmm. So that there's no um, pollutant, you yeah, know, no yeah. outside static. So, like, as a group, we all know this is what we do. And if we make a noise and somebody farts, we're like, oh, excuse me, that was me. Um, <laughs> or, you know, sometimes you hear a stomach. So it's really yeah. important to identify those things and don't whisper so it's not mistaken. Right. Um, one thing that you had mentioned about the EVP is... Sometimes you don't hear it, and then they tell you what it is, Mm -hmm. and then you can hear it. Mm -hmm. That's true. I don't know why the human mind does that. So there's been times where we've listened, and we don't always agree on what it says. Mm -hmm. And there's different classes of EVPs. So we always try, like, you know, we go for the best, which is class A. That's no enhancing. There's absolutely no doubt what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, B... It might be a little muffled, but you could still hear it. It's pretty clear. But then when you start getting down to a class C, it's kind of questionable, and you can't really submit that as evidence. Orbs are another thing. (laughs) There are so many natural explanations. Moisture, insects, pollen. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of times when somebody sends us an orb picture and they're like, look at this, like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's nice. and But... A lot of times there's a natural explanation. So a lot of t- when we see orbs, we usually don't yeah. even consider them evidence. Although we did have an experience where we had our infrared camera set up and um, no other orbs in the room. And we asked, it was a child um, or somebody pretending be, to be a child. We asked them, there's a big ball, if they can move it. Mm-hmm. And the ball moved. and But before it started moving, we saw a light a sphere, mm-hmm. roll in onto the ball, circle around the ball, the ball moves, and then it goes away and the ball is still. So things like that, yeah, it does make you question. <laughs> but at our group, we orbs we don't consider. And we have a saying, when in doubt, throw it out. Mm-hmm. You can't assume everything is an EVP. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, we go into homes and th- there's houses that make noises that we're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, the furnace, um, traffic. Uh, creeks, you know, so it's really important to look at everything. So when we go to an investigation, we first, we do as much research as we can. A lot of times I don't get to do that because they want me to be blind. Right. Um, although sometimes I am the one who's doing it because some people don't like to talk on the phone mm-hmm. or we work out hours, but um, so we try and do as much research historically as we can. That's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. You know, to know what has been there, maybe who has lived there. Um, And we interview the people, get their takes on things, and try and get an idea what the house sounds like. So, again, it's all that scientific. Uh, Those are things to remember. You you Mm -hmm. can't just automatically walk into a house and say, oh, it's haunted. We've been in a home where there's the EMF, which is the electromagnetic field, that Mm -hmm. electricity puts it off. If we had a meter and we put it by the mic or your computer... I should have brought, I bet you Edwin has it too in the car. It probably would have like made it go off. So Mm -hmm. we look for a natural explanation, but we've been in homes where the EMF is so crazy Mm -hmm. 
that that has brought in paranormal activity because like a conduit. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of that, EMF can cause hallucinations, illness. It can cause what they call a fear cage where you feel like people are looking at you. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's always important to look at it um, rationally and Mm -hmm. scientifically and what's natural. Mm -hmm. And one time we did a house. I'm sure you were there. It was that. I don't know if it was out in Cedar Springs area. A couple had a house and their wiring was, it was not grounded. Mm-hmm. And they ended up finding where, like, it wasn't grounded. So electricity was crazy <laughs> in the house. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that was, uh, I think it was, like, the Comstock area. If I remember oh, correctly. maybe. Yeah, the readings were crazy high. With those high electric, uh, ele- electrical, I don't know words right now. Sorry, I'm getting a little tired of myself. Um... But that can make you sick, too. And yeah, they so, can make you nauseous for a while, loss of appetite. They can even alter your mood, mm-hmm. especially if you're somebody who's, like, sensitive to the environment. Yeah, so those are just a few things to remember about ghost hunting, too. Yeah. You know, although now it's, like, not ghost hunting, paranormal research investigation. Because right, yeah. we don't want it to sound like, oh, we're out to hunt a ghost, like, yeah, disrespectful like or anything like that. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so those are a few things I remind people about or share with people. Yeah. Thank you for your oh awesome yeah. story. It's our pleasure. Expertise. All yeah, that. it's yeah, it's very interesting. And if you do get a chance, though, go check out our webpage because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that there's um, evidence that's posted yeah. there and if there's not let me let me know and mm-hmm. i'll make sure that you get a, like a copy of some of the stuff that we have so that you could just see it for your, yourself yeah i'd listen. love that i'm sure other people would love that so we'll definitely link to your website yeah in the show notes um or I mean, just down below we don't do show notes anymore show notes. <laughs> um but Tend to show notes. i don't i'm not that fancy or dedicated anymore um, wow <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think you had a lot of great advice for people who are interested. And if you are interested in, in pursuing this more, do some research, <laughs> ask questions in the in the discussion group. That's a great uh, place to talk Yeah, to absolutely. We're always happy to answer questions mm-hmm. to give people direction because we'd be, you know, irresponsible if we didn't. Yeah. We'd, I'd rather people ask us and they could learn mm-hmm. instead of people just jumping in and not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. So if we could share some of our experience and wisdom to help somebody. Because one day we're going to be dead. Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. i got to pass so, on Speak knowledge. for yourself. I'm never going to die. I'll live forever. Oh. Well, energetically. <laughs> we'll right. uh, all right. Um, like we always say in the ghost business. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> You did that really good, Liz. Thank you. Yeah, a little too well. You know, it burns in your mind. Right, that was uh, my conversation with Rosemary and Liz. Thank you again to them so much for taking the time to share their stories and share their expertise with us. I had an amazing time talking to them and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, if you are interested in what the Michigan Paranormal Alliance does, I will link to their website down below in the description. 
and yeah, so thank you again to them. Um, moving on, we have some patrons to thank. Um, thank you to a new patron, Sandra Soderland. And thank you to um, Sax Mahoney, who upped their pledge to $5. So thank you so much to them. Um, if you are interested in checking out what we do on Patreon, that is patreon.com slash this podcast is haunted. We do a monthly video on there every every month. Uh, so I, if you are interested, check it out. If you want to check us out on the free web, we are on basically all social media. The information for that is down below in the description. Uh, we hang out mostly on Facebook in our private discussion group. So check us out on there. Uh, it's a wonderful little community as, uh, Rosemary and Liz alluded to, they're both in the discussion group. So if you are interested in saying hi and saying thank you, uh, to them for sharing their stories, you can find them there. Um, and yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, and I will see you or I will not see you, but you will hear me again in a fortnight. And until then, my darlings... Stay spooky, motherfuckers. <laughs>